This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We talk about bars alone, dating virgins, and a dude who says I love you. Check it out, enjoy, share it with friends. J-Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, Stand Up York Labs. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your questions, your stories. I say it every episode. I'm going to say it one more time. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm going to encourage you. The only way this keeps going is via you, the listener. It's user-driven. We use your emails. We find new listeners because of you. I don't have... I don't have a, a a fucking billboard anywhere. There's no picture of me with my thumbs up being with the quote, this dick ain't sucking itself written on the side of Times Square. But we should have that. We should have it. As a society. We, we all need it. We deserve it. We deserve it. Sometimes, you know, in New York, there's this like campaign that like podcasts are made here. Now this is like an industry. Are you serious? You haven't seen this? No. And it's like, uh, the what's the one, the, the two chicks that just got the HBO... Two dope queens. Two dope queens. They're everywhere. Well, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, there are posters everywhere. And I'm like... New York wants to take credit for that they, now? They're taking... <laughs> New the, York's like, we did that. We it's did like, that. No. That's us. No. Because yeah. everybody has to have 7,000 jobs to survive here. That's why. Yeah. So, but now... But, but I don't have a billboard. More to my point. You need a billboard. You're the billboard. You, the listener. You're the best marketing I could get. You telling a friend, that means more to me than anything in the world. Your friend, your brother, your sister, your mama, your papa, your uncle, your sister, your brother. Anyone with ears. We'll take them all. Tell them. Papa JT, the king of climax. The conolingus czar. The, <laughs> the omelet overlord. The prince of promos. Do we have some other ones? The wedding wizard. <laughs> the, the wizard of weddings. I like salt in the swiping. Salt in the swipe. Ooh. That's a good that's one. That's good. I'm here for you every Tuesday and Friday. And let me pump up one date. Because I, I don't want to. We got a great guest. Uh, I'll, I'll bring you on now. You've I heard mean, from I, I've already been talking. You've already announced yourself. <laughs> Allison Libby, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. An OKP uh, at Allison Libby on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow, support. Super funny. You know her from this show. Uh, how are you? I'm great. I'm hungover. I'm not great. I'm fine. I'm hungover too. Great. I took a month off and then last night had four martinis starting at three in the morning. Oh, shit. 
<laughs> and was drinking them from highball glasses. Oh, God. Well, you have, because, like, I don't want to drink a martini from a martini glass. I don't want to drink anything from a what martini glass. What are we glass. doing? It's like drinking out of a frisbee. It's like, <laughs> it really it's is. so delicate. Like, Why are we doing? It's like serving a drink at a plate. Why are we doing this to ourselves? <laughs> I don't know. Just to look like James Bond? Right. Just to have the look? Give me a regular big glass yes. for everything. Also, a lot of women drink from the we should women should never be drinking from a martini glass. That's a carnival trick. You're on stilts, yes. then you're drinking from the frisbee. Yes. Everything's so delicate. Like, no. Like, also, I, after I have one martini, I can barely hold a glass. Yeah. That is pure alcohol. I mean, that there is nothing more brutal than like a oh, martini drunk. It's a tough drunk. Tough it's actually drunk. not a bad hangover. Because yeah, you're just drinking not, straight vodka. Yeah, you're not like mixing in all kinds of like sugar and then like beer and the, you know, or like it's, my wine hangovers are getting worse and worse. If anything, if, wine hangovers. I drank hangovers. a bottle of Prosecco by myself last night. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> not like alone, but I mean, yeah, that's yeah. how much I had. And, and then the other person the, did also their had thing. a bottle. <laughs> you do you, I'll do me. Well, let's not but judge. But they were serving at UCB. They have these like mini bottles of Prosecco now. So oh. I had four. <laughs> <laughs> Not so many anymore. No. That's actually our first email. Let's just go right into it because I want to do in. this and then I'll get to the pro uh, the promo. Going to the bars alone. <laughs> this is my move. This is uh, this is why I saved it for you. Um, uh, the, 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 the queen of solo. <laughs> solo drinking. Solo drinking. So many times I feel like I've been like texting you. You're like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm just like at a bar alone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Han Solo over yeah, here. Just ordering some food and drinks by myself at a bar. Hey, Jew Train. Gonna make the nut feathering real quick. My friends and I have been listening to since this was called the TFM podcast. My best friend and I literally recommend the pod to our other friends like it's our job. Thanks for the face, body, personality rating scale because it's really, really handy. Anyways, here's the question. I'm going, I'm a young female listener. So this is... Dope. A young woman. This is my world. This is you. This is young you. I mean, not young. But <laughs> this is, well, this is your protege. Yes. Uh, wondering what the move is when you're hitting a bar by yourself. Is it weird? I'm just visiting this really fun city for an interview, but I want to check the nightlife out since that's what it's known for. But since it's going to be a solo trip, I'd have to go alone. Have you ever gone to the bars alone? What's the move? Thanks in advance. This is great. She has to go to a bar. Like Also, when you're by yourself in a different city, like it's not like you're going to run into somebody. Yeah. You know? It's like it's the lowest stakes by yourself thing you can do of all like you're yes. you're on you're traveling i don't know there's something very cool about being from out of town and being at a bar alone you have something to say yeah if you do get into a conversation you are already you're made with in here. interesting you're interviewing for a job here yeah here, like you have this whole other life that has nothing to do with the city you're in. Totally. I mean, but you got to go to one that's not crowded. You can't go to like the super hit bar where people, you don't want to be standing. That's yeah. the important thing. You, you got to have a seat. You got to have a seat. That's interesting. I never would have think because you're right. I've gone to bars Standing alone. in a bar by yourself is awful. Awful. <laughs> Sitting in a bar by yourself is amazing. It's great. And getting bumped into people Ugh. going, are you ordering? Yeah. You know, right. and you're like, no, I'm going to like, back away. You don't know where to stand. So you, then like you end up in a weird corner and you're like, now I'm standing in a corner drinking, not talking to anyone. Like yeah. I could do this at home. You need to be at a bar that has no people but people. Yes. You need uh, seats available. There's people at the bar because those are the type you want it to be like cheers. Yes. Seats open, but not a lot of seats open. Right. Yeah, there's got to be a handful of stools available. That's, I don't hate the idea of her finding a bar that also has food because it's a little bit more like, like if you're like, oh, I'll just like get like some fries and a glass of wine. Sure. If there's something a little bit more. And then you're also having interactions fun. with the bartender. Yeah. 
The bartender kind of becomes your friend a little bit too. Yes, because their I've job made friends with lots of bartenders, and their and their job is to like take care of your experience and what they're doing, and they're they're going to ask you questions because they have time to pass. Right. And what are you doing here? Well, I'm on, and then maybe the bartender be becomes the guy you're talking to. Right. Or maybe the bartender is a woman, and she goes. Those guys over there seem pretty cool. They've been tipping me all night. They're really fun. Um, I'll tell them to talk to you. The bartender is your social Sherpa for the evening. Totally. And that is the move. And also, here's another thing. Go to bars that are near hotels. Yes. Not in the hotel. Right. That's in the hotel is a different vibe than near the hotel. Still a still can be a fun vibe, but not for your first time. You're just getting a different... You, you, the hotel bar... You're going to just get a lot of guys approaching you. Yeah. Um, and with, with but a their local own, bar will be more relaxed. A little more relaxed. And if, at least if it's near a hotel, maybe there's people from the hotel. Maybe there's like, you, you're just getting yeah. a different vibe. Or you have the concierge at your hotel tell you, hey, where's a bar I can sit? Yeah. At the bar. Yes. They should know they, that they'll answer. Know. They'll have an answer. What's your go-to order as an alone drink depends on the season and sure. where i am okay. like if i'm at like a kind of like divey just like you know no frills regular old bar like maybe a whiskey soda sure. okay maybe a beer mm-hmm. um depends on what time it is too yeah <laughs> um some earlier beer later liquor but like i don't know sometimes sitting at a wine bar you know you can talk to the bartender or sommelier about that a little bit and be like oh i don't know i usually like you know full-bodied reds and then, and then it becomes the a conversation. conversation but this person you should never be embarrassed the, the other thing the, the the beauty of 2018 is also the horror of 2018 you have your best friend the phone in your pocket Always. at all times so you got 10 friends that are ready to field your texts that are sitting at home hanging out and you can look busy when you're not busy yeah so no one's a loser anymore no one's a loser anymore and also like there's something cool about going to bars by yourself. Like it shows that you're just like super self-sufficient. You take care of yourself. Like, I don't know. I There's think an adventure. To I, it. I assume that people see it as appealing. Maybe I'm wrong, but because I do it. <laughs> well, I think the, uh, also the idea of like that bartender being your Sherpa where they're like, you know, they go to someone, they're like, yeah, this girl's here from out of town. She seems really cool. You guys yeah. should go talk to her. Like you're the, the idea that you're an instant story. Yes. Is really good. Yes. And bar snacks. Bar snacks are the Gotta best. Gotta get involved with that. The best. Speaking of bar snacks, uh, a listener to this podcast, okay, uh, Amelia. I want to say thank you to Amelia. She wrote me a, a note. Jared, I'm such a fan of your work. I hope you love the goodies. She heard me mention that I was, you know, trying to get healthy and I took the month off of alcohol, which I... I've broken since. Uh, I made it through the month. Welcome back. back. (laughs) But she is an almond farmer. And it's called Stackhouse Orchards. Stackhouseorchards.com. Stackhouseorchards.com. They sent me apricot slabs. Um, which, how do you feel about that? I don't like the word. I, they look delicious, but I they don't want to eat a slab of anything. It's like eating out of a trough. Yeah. I, apricot slabs. <laughs> It's like just slabs. a dried apricot. Yeah. Pieces. We chunks. love you, Amelia. Yeah. And we get it. We know the I thing know is what you're doing. I know exactly apricot why. slabs make sense, I think, more in Iowa than it does in in Brooklyn, yes. New York. Like when we're around Brooklyn people. Yes. That I'm everything a they person, do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you you are, I forgot. <laughs> but you're in Brooklyn. So we've seen every attempt everything. at interesting. Yes. Yes. So yes. when we see apricot, we're like branding of every food that already existed. Sure. Like, so we understand what you're doing. I don't know if this, maybe in like 
Somewhere else it might make sense. I think here we're just put face to face with the most bullshit. Yeah, just tell me what it is. She also had, but they're known for almonds. These are cinnamon almonds that look look fucking amazing. Stackhouseorchards.com, stackhouseorchard.com. I'm unboxing it. Orange honey almonds. Are you fucking kidding me? And these are big bags of almonds. They're heavy. Heavy, substantial bags. Um, soy sprouted almonds. Those just look regular. They look regular, but that's what makes them more intriguing. Okay, and oh, one more. Oh, and almond butter Ooh. that looks like it was literally whittled by hand. Whittled? Doesn't I mean I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Organic almond butter, no additives. Stackhouseorchards.com. Great. That's probably delicious. Great the, branding. Great branding. It looks. I mean, look at this. I feel like thing. we're on Shark Tank right now. I do. I really do. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Is there another letter in here? Oh, okay. Here's another letter. So here's uh, what's going on in this box. Cajun. These are just plain good. Uh, I don't see the Cajun. It fell on the floor, so I didn't include it. <laughs> oh. Uh, the the whole bag? The whole bag fell on the floor. Oh, and like had... emptied out? So this was opened when I got here. I just needed to inspect it. <laughs> In case so somebody's me... sending anthrax to me just... Well, I just... didn't want you to take the whole bag home. <laughs> it was heavy. <laughs> it was very... So listen, I have a huge box of almonds here. <laughs> and I and I texted Shelby. I was like, they told... The girl had DM'd me, Amelia, who's very nice. Thank you again, stackhouseorchards.com. She messaged me and she goes, I wanted to get you... They've come. They, they're there. I got the FedEx notification. And I'm like, I haven't yeah. I haven't gotten shit. She goes, I sent them to stand-up labs like you told me. Then I text Shelby. I'm like, is there any almonds? And he's like, no. No, I, when I came in last time, you go, no. And then he texts me, we do have the almonds. And then when we got here today, the box was opened, which I found curious. That is curious. Well, and now I'm reading You're down that we're almond. missing occasion. I knew you were probably that would have been my favorite yeah, of the ones. That's the one that I would want. Yeah, half the bag is like still there. If you want to, who try opened it. the box? I opened the box. Okay, because I knew you were. It's a heavy box. As long as you're taking responsibility, I'm fine with you opening the box, and I'm happy that you got some vacation. Because I knew you're gonna like. You're gonna need to charge your phone. You're gonna need to plug stuff <laughs> in. You don't have time to open. Don't the make box. excuses for me. But Jared I, doesn't I, have time I, to open bags of almonds. How would I do such a thing? Yeah, yeah, you're right. But okay. <laughs> Um, so you opened the box, and right. then you said... It was so heavy that I like couldn't hold it, <laughs> yeah. and it like magically opened one of the bags and fell into your mouth. The whole bag fell on the floor. How were the Cajun almonds? They're pretty good. They're pretty good? Yeah, good. I'm happy you enjoy <laughs> Uh These are just plain good, decently healthy, and not covered in sugar. These are the ones I needed the most. I would recommend putting desserts. them on salad. Oh, yeah. Sun-dried apricot slabs. Okay, these are the name we're annoyed with, but yes, they do but look they good. look great. These are amazing and apricot. don't taste like ass because they are sun-dried and not done in a dehydrator. Great. Oh, do we want to open them now? You want to try them? I think that it's incredibly rude to eat on mic. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's like rude to the listeners. Al- Allison, you're right. Soy sprouted almonds. Okay, so she writes... Sprouted is all the rage. Makes it easier for you to shit. Increases nutrition ab- ab- absorption. Increases fiber content. Increases protein availability and a lot of great shit. Should have dropped that one. Wow, that's the one that you might have... No, well, you got the good one. You got the Cajun one. I mean, that's the one. I know. That's, I always want spicy nut mixes. Orange honey cinnamon. 
There is nothing beneficial to your healthy from these almonds. <laughs> At least May possibly induce diabetes. Sorry, but not really. So these are like, <laughs> those are the most delicious. Yeah. Organic almond butter. It's delicious. No additives like sugar and oil. All natural, baby. All right, go put your nuts in your mouth. Amelia, right. this is like the best package I've ever gotten. I really do appreciate this. I'm going to eat them all except for the Cajun, which, I mean, you know, if you want to send some more Cajun my way. They sounded really good. They but. sounded good, <laughs> but they fell on the floor, apparently. I didn't want to give you something that fell on the floor. No, you're right. Shelby, thank you. Saved my life once again. I um, mean. <laughs> let me talk about one more thing before we get into more emails. The live podcast. I talked a lot last episode about Boston, how much fun it was. We're doing another live one. February 26th, uh, New York City um, at the Comedy Cellar, the iconic Comedy Cellar, Village Underground. Great. We are already at, we're taping back to back. So 170 reservations. Wow. That's, that's crazy. great. That's crazy. For something that's like far in the future too. This is what I'm saying. So it might be sold out by now. So you need to go to ComedyCellar.com and make a reservation. Let me tell you about the makeup of these shows. If you're a guy listening to this podcast in New York City and you don't come to this show, you're a fucking idiot. Shelby, would you agree with that? You're missing out. You're it A lot is, of chicks? It's like 80% women. And and they're there having the best time. Of course. They're the best audience. We have a there's, voicemail. There's actually a voicemail from somebody coming to the show. Let's Let's play the voicemail. Hey, Jared. Um, I'm calling in, not for a question, but to give a birthday shout-out to my best friend in the entire world. Um, we met in undergrad. She's actually my sorority little. We currently live super far apart, but we both listen to your podcast every week and talk about it every Tuesday and Friday. So I know she's listening. So I wanted to call in. Um, this week is her birthday, so I'm calling in to say happy birthday, Caroline. Happy birthday, I Caroline. I love you, and I miss you so much. Aww. Um, side note to any single gentleman in the New York City area, she is 24, blonde, super cute, and going to be at Jared's live show in February. Look so y'all should be there too. I heard of y'all. She okay, sounds southern. Um, just, again, happy birthday, Caroline. And Jared, thank you so much. If you can play this on the podcast, you're the best. Bye. I'm definitely going to play this because I just did. Um, amazing. That's amazing. That's as good a shout out for the live podcast and her birthday, as you can get. She is hooking up her friend. Hooking up her friend. We'll talk to her during the event. Um, let me tell the listeners, I just got a text. I'm looking at it on my computer. We're at 198 reservations. It's incredible. So get the, room, tickets. the room holds 220, 225. Let's max it out. But they'll take yeah. reservations. They go, you know, they take reservations. You pay after the show. Right. So go online, go to comedyseller.com, make your reservations. 198. That's crazy. I'm That's literally great. looking at the text That's right now. That's unbelievable. Um, let's do some emails. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Let's with Allison here. I just dive right in. Yeah. I don't even We look. don't need to I know the drill. This you is my know home the away drill. Um It's a good one. Please read. Ooh. Hey, J Train, lady listener here, feather, feather, etc. I live in Boston after graduating last spring, hang out with my boy, girl, group of close college friends every weekend. Um, one of my guy friends and I started drunkenly making out with each other occasionally last summer, and it has now turned into a make out and sleepovers every time we go out. Okay. okay. Besides, this whole group is platonic to the point where all the guys have seen my boobs and we talk about everything and we jokingly kiss each other a lot. Okay. Oh, my God. This is like a porno. <laughs> I know. Um, 
All the girls like are a penthouse letter. All the girls are out of the boys' leagues too. Okay. I'm a most virgin. women are out of most men's leagues. I yeah. just like to put that out there. Well, you know, th- that is <laughs> we are just better, better, more, more At clean. Twenty four women are way more mature than the men they know. Way more mature, way more ahead of the game, um, and also you, girls give um, guys way more opportunity than guys give girls. For sure. For sure. For sure. Like girls will look at a guy and be like, that's a growth stock. Yeah. That's something I can mold with. That's yes. something I could play yes. with. Guys are looking for, you know, um, you know, big companies that are already, you know, right. shooting off dividends. Right. <laughs> so she writes, I'm a virgin. I know my guy friend wants to have sex with me. I'm honestly debating it. I'm not against it. And I feel like losing it with someone I know is easier. Is this a disaster waiting to happen? I love him as a person, but not in a relationship way at all. I don't know if I should just cut it off totally or continue like it is. Maybe add in blowjobs. It's honestly entertaining and fun. And I know he'll take what he can get without complaining. I feel like I just like the attention, though, power dynamic, because if we weren't friends, there is no way he could ever get me. Let me know. I like her confidence. Yes, I do too. I so we're she's in this he's big. He's not a virgin. It sounds like he's not. Okay, they're in a big. I'd friend. be like, don't lose it to a virgin. No, <laughs> big friend group. They make out, have sleepovers every time they go out. Um, it's been going on for a while. Going on for a while. They're the friend, friends. all the friends are involved. They're all making out, big big French kiss party, and then all of a sudden she's a virgin. She's debating, do I just get rid of this thing? As a woman, um, you know. I think guys consider their virginity a disease. Yes. Um, I think women don't see it that way. How would a woman see her virginity? Um, at 24. I don't know. I mean, it's, I definitely like, it's not as extreme as men see it where it's like, I can't have this anymore. This is terrible. Yeah. But also like girls aren't just like preciously holding on to that. They're yeah. like still want to fuck. It's a very old age yeah. thing. But I don't, I'm so torn on if she should sleep with them or not. It will change everything. <laughs> like, it's going to change it's gonna everything. It's going to change everything. And like, I, like you want to say that when you sleep with someone, like you cannot be like, I don't know. There's still guys that I sleep with when I'm like, I'm like, I'm over it. I don't care. And then I'm like, ah, fuck, I care. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's biological that you're going to care about it more. And um, also from his perspective, let me just say this to you. Um, he's going to have an ego blow. Because let's say this happens. Okay. Let's say they sleep together. Right. He now has the V card. He holds it, puts it in his wallet. Thank you. Goodbye. Now he's going to, and you guys have sleepovers every time. So he does have some care for you. Yes. He does, uh, he's putting on the hard hat. He's gone to work right. with you. He's sleeping over, yes, because he likes you, but also because he wants to have sex with you. He wants to have sex with you. So he keeps sleeping over every time they make out. They, they have sex, and now she's like, yeah, I'm not going to be in a relationship with you. He's going to go, well, I guess well, I must have been the worst sex you've or yeah, well, he's, she's yeah, the I only mean, sex best and saying, worst <laughs> i must have been a bad entree into sex or right. i must have he's gonna feel cheapened a little bit by yeah this. it's just a lot of pressure to put on someone that you're friends with but mm. i also do believe that like i don't know what if your first time like you don't necessarily want it to be a stranger you picked up at a bar yeah i'm with that too you know i don't know like i it's hard because she doesn't want to date him. It's funny because she goes, maybe adding blowjobs, which means this guy is full of cum. So they are just kissing just and sleeping. Kissing and sleeping. <laughs> oh, God. Which sounds Terrible. awful. Let's, I mean, let's walk before we can run. Yeah. I like, I think she should blow him. <laughs> I 
think that's my didn't answer. Didn't expect to give that <laughs> I never thought that I would, I would say that on a microphone. Um, you should blow him. Um, she should blow him. But she should. Like, she should blow him. He should go down on her. They should have some fun oral sex. Yeah. Es- escalate things a little bit. Don't go from kissing and sleeping to fucking. Yeah. And of course he wants to have sex with you, but he also just wants to come. Yeah. So why yeah. don't you guys let him come? Let him come. Why don't you guys practice that before we get to the other step? And I think he'll be like pumped that it's gotten to that point. Yeah. Um, also, there is because less emotional, like, I don't know, like oral sex, like it's still obviously very intimate, but like it is different just emotionally and biologically for you after you have, like, you're not going to have the same, like, oh my God, I lost my virginity to this guy. Like it's. And, to- and if she's not just jumping into blowjobs, I'm sure she's not. I mean, the, you're gonna, you can play with a blowjob as much as you would play with sex. Yeah. You can play with going, getting, uh, going down on a girl as much as you could play with sex. So I think they need to have some fun time around that. Yeah. I think for them, um, especially with them being so comfortable with each other, that is a blessing in disguise. Yes. So you guys are already sleeping in the same bed. You're already making out. He keeps coming back. So you guys now, you can have a lot of fun blowjob moments that you don't necessarily get with somebody that you just met off the street. Yes. Where you're going to be a little more hesitant, a little more self-conscious. Sure. You can look up mid blowjob and go, are you enjoying this? Yes. Yes. You might not be comfortable asking that question. Otherwise. And he can be like here. And you say, you could be like, listen, touch my balls. And she'll be like, okay, great. Like, you know, this can be a fun thing. I'm excited for that. I am too. I think the one thing, the sex though, I would say no. The sex I would wait on, because especially if it's a big friend group, like now you're playing with a huge social dynamic. Oh, my God. But like if it does work out, if it doesn't work out, if he isn't, you know, like there's just other people involved. Also, they're all going to know how good or bad he is in bed. Yes. And you all for since you're the virgin of the group, you're always blessed with. Yeah, you should suck. Right. He a guy is just supposed to be good right away. Right. And when he probably sucks, too. Right. So, so I think this blowjob. Uh, no 24 year olds are good at sex. Nobody, nobody, <laughs> nobody. You're not. You, you haven't given up on your bodies yet. Right. That's when you That's get good. That's when you get good. That's <laughs> that when you're when just you like, get... I'm fat now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do not give a shit. Once you've given up on your body, then you're, you're yeah. fine. But I, I do think you guys can have um, rough draft oral. Yes. That's what I would Great. call it. Great. Rough draft oral. You can he can go down on you. You can you can tap him on the shoulder and go. Listen, I need you to do this, this, and that, mm-hmm. or stick that tongue in my ass, or however it whatever, may go. Whatever's making you happy, girl. But get ready to color outside the lines and make some mistakes. Yes. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Let's do. I like this one. Take the job or keep the girl. Ooh. Hey, Dad. Also, I'm a dude. I'm a dude. So hit that music, Shelby. Have you been here for the dude? Yeah. A dude email. I need some help. My office in my in my college town is closing down, but opportunity to stay in the company moved to a large town about five hours away has come up. Wait, sorry, I missed that. I 
just so he kind was of in he was out for a minute. <laughs> he, he was working in an office that okay. was in his college town. Okay, okay, okay. That's closing down, but an opportunity to stay in the company moved to a larger town about five hours away has come up. Okay. Been dating this girl, seven seven eight, for the past year and a half and is stuck in the college town for about another year. And then is trying to get into that into med school. She wants to support my career choices since she herself is very career oriented, but being my partner, she wants to have uh, me with her every day of her life. Since since I've told her, she says she doesn't know if I can't... What's happening? I, I'm <laughs> Since I've told her, she doesn't ha- doesn't know if I can handle distance for an intermediate amount of time and has been pretty distraught until I receive answers about the tentative promotion becoming solid. Sorry for the long email. Stop apologizing for long emails. Just do it. I'm reading it. I really love this girl and would hate to lose what I've got going on. So should I look to find the opportunity in my college town and not take a big step for my professional goals? Or should I risk losing the girl to take a great career opportunity? Thanks for the time. Hoping you and guests can resolve my dilemma. What do we think? Take the job. Yeah. Sorry. Like, it's just the girl that you're dating when you're in or recently out of college is Mm -hmm. probably not the girl you're going to marry. Let me let me also I want to <laughs> see how quickly Allison said take the job. Yeah. Can I just uh, double down on that? Yeah. I would have said it just as quick. But so I, got, I yeah. just want this guy to know how much I agree with you. Yes. <laughs> like yes. how easy. No, I'm ready this... to like walk through why I think that. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like, but, but I'm saying, but I I just want this guy to know that both of us are sitting here going take, take the, the fucking job. Just take the job. And in your, the college girlfriend, that's a great point. The nine, I, I give these statistics all the time. Nine out of ten aren't going to work out. The tenth one ends in a divorce 50% of the time. This shit's hard. Yeah. So the other point I'm going to make, okay, uh, what is that saying? Idle I, hands are the devil's anus. Yeah, I think that was something. It. <laughs> I think that's it. Something along those lines. But you don't understand how much personal value you get out of a hard day's work. Yes. And that how fulfilling it is. And I think we appreciate it because a lot of like, you know, for doing comedy, you know, Allison and I, we, you know, leaning on each other during tougher times. Yes. And we text each other when things don't go our way or when things do go our way. And um, I think as comics, we are so we do so much work to get work. Yes. That we it's a full job. Just becoming a comedian becoming let alone yes being one. exactly like, and the barriers to entry you can go to any open mic any night yeah but to get to the next level you're just constantly turned down and there's a lot of days that you're spent going i guess i'll do this thing that no one's asking me to do now yeah again yep and there's nothing that feels better than getting the job and then doing that job it's true and it, and you will be a better you will be a worse off person if you're in the town that you felt held you back and you didn't explore the opportunities professionally, you, I'm just saying one relates to the other. One hand yes. washes the other. Yes. yes. So you being professionally happy will make you a happier person. And yes. a day's work makes you feel good. That's why yeah. when I do like Blue Apron reads on this podcast, um, I always say the best part about Blue Apron, and I'm, not, I'm plugging them, they're not even paying for right. spots right now, is that you finish a task. Yeah. It feels good You've to make a bed. Like Comple- completing things feels good. There's satisfaction in job completion. And the reason in college it's tough to see that is because that is college. Yeah. College there is, is nothing to do. But but college, 
You get the material. Oh, you right. You study the material. You take the test, get the grade. Bo is You're placed on the on graded. The I mean, it's just it's something that you don't get in your adult life. I mean, you, you never, do, but like, but it's you never, never get that it. clear cut again. Totally. And when you have a job that has a promotion, that's the bow. Yeah. That's the grade at the end. That's them saying good job. And that doesn't happen on a weekly basis in life. Yeah. Life is not linear. It's all erratic and there's losses and wins and bads. And, you know, that's why you see people, you know, go through this like quarter life crisis because they're like, holy shit, what am I doing? And I haven't gotten a grade in three years. Yeah. And they're like, I need to feel good about what I'm doing. So for this guy where it seems like you're doing well, well enough for your company that they are moving and they're like, hey, champ, come with us five hours away. Yeah. You should explore that opportunity. And that's not to say you're going to stay there forever or that you guys should break up. I think you give it a shot for five hours away. If she can't handle the distance, you can't. Then you say, listen, we tried, but good luck. Yeah. And yeah, it's just not worth like job stuff is so important. And it's like hard to know how important it is early in your career. But like. That's where most of your like life satisfaction will come from. Yes, like and, down and, the road. And you it's not even about regret. money. It's it has no, nothing to do with money. Nothing to do with money. Like it, it's it's all about feeling valued. Like totally doing something you like. Like some girl sent me this thing over DM, and I didn't believe in it. It was kind of like a. I get like a lot of DMs from girls that are like, let me know about dating, which like I I didn't, you know, I give advice, but I don't care. Like yeah. I'm just telling right. you my perspective, whatever. Right. But it was something about how she's not getting married when she heard this. There's this thing in college that she learned about where I can't I don't know what the DM is, but and I'm not going to explain it right. Right. But she was saying that men in marriage end up being mentally better because they make money and they have a job and women in marriage don't feel as good. And they end up being depressed because they don't make as much money or it was like this whole like scientific thing she said whatever and but to i said i go this makes sense to me because i would assume that there's some sadness to being in the house taking care of kids yeah because you don't have those and i'm not talking badly because it's not fuck chocolate yeah but you don't i'm not saying don't do the you can't get promoted as a mom that's what i'm saying there's no like there's not reviews there's not you know like there's not like you're just doing it every day without any like you have acknowledgement t- of getting better at it or sure. doing a good job like there's a pay increases yeah. someone saying to you hey we want a new responsibility no it's the same diapers yeah and it's the kid not in diapers that's right. your new that's your promotion right and i'm not saying that's a bad job that's not a bad life it's a great life yeah but i could see why you know mentally that can get stagnant with a job you have constant you're trying to achieve constant goals right. small and large so for this guy just take it from two people where that are saying how much we value the things the fruits of labor yes and when you get out of college and you're not far away out of college to realize it enough that how important that stuff is and i think also because you know, as comics, we go without jobs for so long. Long periods of time. So and, <laughs> currently in one. <laughs> and, but this is but this is the thing. So when we get them, we're like, oh, Excited I can't wait to, to work. go fucking work. I love going to work. Like it is. I hate when I'm not working. I love when I'm working. It's, you know. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here we go. Hypothetical. You ready? Hit me. 
Oh, glorious Sultan of Semen. Oh. Is there a girl in the world so hot that you wouldn't mind getting her pregnant accidentally? Okay. Um. <laughs> People would see you together occasionally and love you, uh, know you got in there, and she has good genetics. You would have to put up with the child support and all that. The hell that goes with raising a child while separated. Of course, this question goes out to not only to to only men, since the answer is more easy to answer for women. Listen, every episode. Looking forward to you coming back to LA soon. He write he sent a TMZ article of Julian Edelman's. Now, I guess Julian baby shower. He had a baby shower. Uh-huh. Uh, Ella Rose, thirty smoking hot friends. I guess he's got like a hot whatever. What do you think of this? I mean, I'm not having anyone's kid. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. That's I mean, that's such a loaded question to have to even like think like, I guess there's no one to me. There's no one hot enough to. to no one's hot enough life. to have a child. I don't want. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think there's. And there's it's so much one. worse for women. Like there's not even there's not a guy hot enough. Well, there's like, that, like, John Hamm could show up and be like, I'm putting a baby in you. And I'd be like, ah. That's I wanna, but not <laughs> doing that. I yeah I. Uh... Also, John Ham's my answer. John Ham. <laughs> Qu- okay, so let's do. Is friendship possible? Let's see. Hey J Train. So I'm dating this guy who, when he said he loved me for the first time last week, I asked why. Oh. That's this is already this is a serious a tough one. This is a serious. <laughs> I've had this feeling from the beginning. He's been so pressed for me because he's got the standard man checklist for life. I like this email okay. already because it's a, the There's, reverse on a lot of things we get. Yes. Oh, yeah. Let me give you some background. We're 26, four years graduated out of college for as long as we were in it. Um, uh, he's from the suburban co- country. It's a thing. He's from the suburban country. Country, but also the suburbs where his friends are now getting married. Not only that, he hadn't okay. dated anyone since sophomore year of college seven years ago. Just flings. Here's so my thing. Well, a I already think the whole flings thing kind of puts me at ease, unease because it's kind of makes me think for seven years he was fucking but couldn't seal the deal. I mean, let's be honest. If we make it a numbers game, even the douches guys is going to want to cuff someone within seven years span, period. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. I don't think that that's I accurate. Mean, you're the guy reading this email. Yeah. <laughs> I've been, like, yeah. Also, yeah. We've both been single for so long. Yeah. So that makes me think he's been rejected. That solidifies my theory no. that he'll cut off. He'll cuff anything that makes the initial cut. He's ridden my ass since the beginning via text, trying to meet me in person and doing endless favors, buying shit. Maybe this means he really likes me, by, but to me it spells desperation. Desperation, me, it's not uh, really about me, it's about him. See, he's joked me about marriage shit, saying I'd take his last name. First of all, that's so weird early on, even later on. Um, it's a serious thing that shouldn't be joked about. Otherwise, that's what I'll uh, always be, a joke. Unless devil's advocate, I'm just not feeling him, and I was... Uh, secretly hoped I, he wasn't joking. Does that make sense? No. <laughs> Unless devil's advocate, I'm just not feeling him. And if I was, if I was, I'd secretly hope he wasn't joking. Yeah. Uh, I okay. Think, yeah, okay. Yeah. Despite all my reservations, I agreed to date him because he was literally pulling all the stops. This brings me to that question. I'm scared to break up with him because he checks every box except the one where I'm infatuated and intrigued by him. 
<laughs> he's never been mis mysterious to me because he's playing hard since day one. His intentions are clear. Uh, he's always telling me about his days, but I know I should uh, because deep in my gut, I'm just uh, God, I, I'm just da just got dazzled. I can control my emotions where I've always found love to be uncontrollable, but I'm also afraid to give him up because I love his partnership. I've gotten so accustomed to it. So I'm wondering. If I break up with him, what's the appropriate amount of time to initiate friendship, if appropriate at all? Yeesh. This guy wants to marry you, and you're thinking about breaking up with him. I don't know that there's a friendship down the, down the road. No. And at least not anytime soon. You pity him. This yeah. girl pities him. Yeah. And no one wants a pity friendship. But also, yeah. And also, just, you got to end it soon. The longer this goes on... Let me go back through her. Yeah, email, yeah. I, there's a I, lot of points. There's I would a lot like of things. Address. The first section, she says, "I think I just check boxes for him," and then she wraps it up with saying that he checks boxes for me, except, except for I being in love. I'm not in love with him. That's the only. Th That's so the only box. When it, and it's I know what she's doing. Box. I know what she's doing because I've done this box check thing about yes. women. Yep. So she's trying to come at me, and I get it, and I appreciate her listening because she is a good listener. I can. I, she's listening to this podcast. She knows. She's her. She's, she knows what she's getting into. So she's trying because I've said that a lot of women come in with these boxes that they want to check, and a lot of guys feel like, oh, she'll marry any any warm body. Right. And that's. I think that's more true than what she's saying. She's saying, well, I check all these boxes for him and he's just trying to get me into marriage. He would not be work like pushing hard to marry her <laughs> if it was just like, yeah, this will do. Yeah. Like he thinks of and, and he the wants... only reason you feel this way is because you're not into it. Right. If you were into this, you'd be like, holy fucking shit. I got the best guy in town. Yeah. You're just not on the same page. Yeah. And that's sad because what you're saying is correct. He does sound like a nice guy. He's probably great. He's probably good, but he's, he's not clearly good for into you. you but. It doesn't yeah. matter. You have to be into him. You both have to like each other to be in a relationship. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's and, the only requirement. And it's like when the only time and like he's ridden my ass since the beginning and I see it as desperation. You never see no. that as desperation from when you someone like you're enjoying. Right. So what I'd say to her is what you're trying to do is you're like, OK, how can I break up with him? But keep all the things that make me feel good. I agree. Yes. What he's doing for you does make you feel good, yeah. and it should, but it only makes you feel so good, right. not great. Right. You'll never feel great with this person around, and if you keep him as a friend, he's not going to feel great. It'll never, you, it just, yeah. End it. You got to end it. Um, end it. I also want to address and un, another. Un, un, unfollow on everything. You got to really get away just from Just cut, like, you have to cut this off and be, like, fully out of each other's lives, because he clearly really likes you, and yes. you're never going to like him. What did you going to add? That she shouldn't be worried that like between sophomore year and 26, he didn't have a girlfriend. Like there's nothing about that. That's like, a, like troubling or there's it's a very old way of thinking. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's not, I don't know, like just flings. Like that's what most things are. Yeah. Most of my friends have been just like that, like for long periods of time. Also, I think being single and being in and out of relationships and having flings to me, it's like traveling. I think people who travel are put at odds with themselves more. Yes. And have to look in the mirror more and have to look at other cultures and look at other people and have more empathy. Yeah. And I think people who are in and out of relationships have a lot more empathy for Agreed. the relationship game and I have more of an idea of what they're looking for than the people who are just locked like, in and we're like, 
And that's this guy for three years. I was single for a month and I was this guy for five years. And it's like, all right, but you've only really gotten close to and had to deal with the reflection of yourself with two other people. Two other people. In that time, as opposed to somebody who might have come in and out of, come in and out of 10 girls, (laughs) Um, you know, but been in and out of like a ton of flings and like had like met a lot of different people that maybe teach them a lot more about who they are. And also had moments of being like, ah, I was shitty to that person. I was good to that person. They were shitty to me. Yeah. And kind of learning that like, I, I think people, what you find a lot with like, you know, there's single people that are like, you know, crazy and we meet them all the time. Of course. But I meet a lot more single people that are, that are um, okay. It feels like they're okay with themselves in a way that you don't like. I see when people, the a lot of people married since birth people. Yeah, yeah, There's, they, they're the seemingly the most judgy of everyone else. Yes. And it's it seems to me it's because they've never had moments where they're like, I've been kind of shitty to somebody. Right. And then had to deal with that. Right. I agree. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Allison Lobby at Allison Lobby on Twitter and Instagram. We're sponsored people. This is one of my favorite new sponsors. <coughs> Mattress firm. <laughs> mattress firm they are america's neighborhood mattress store lets your budget stretch further when you're looking for ways to improve your sleep listen i give this all the time you go to mattressfirm.com slash podcast okay 120 night sleep trial and 120 night low price guarantee what that means is that you get a chance to taste the goods that's great and they believe their goods are so good that you won't be able to spit it out so You go to mattressfirm.com slash podcast. What they're saying is we're going to let anyone who knows about this handle, because knowing about this handle is the code, to get deals that idiots don't get. You are smart. They are stupid. Also, Mattress Firm has stores. This is the point I like to make with Mattress Firm. Here's why I would buy from Mattress Firm. You can go into a store, look a guy in the face, and be like, hey, and chop. Yeah. You get to look at the, and sit on the mattress, go on the mattress, whatever. All these other newfangled mattress companies that are existing right now, you know why they exist? Uh, because Instagram had someone take a video of a mattress coming out of a box and we all went, ooh, and now we want to keep up with the Joneses. Go a little old school with your mattress. Try a mattress before you. Yeah. Like, you spend a third of your life asleep or something like that? I get, case scenario. I <laughs> will say this. I got a mattress, like a good one. Yeah. I went to the store. Oh, yeah. I had the guy in the lab coat. Which is crazy. Um, <laughs> I did that whole thing, and when I did, and I and now I get compliments from women, the I'm women sorry. who sleep over. I do every time. Once every six months, <laughs> I get a new woman that says, and they'll go, "I gotta say," and it always happens. To say, I gotta say, you got a great bet. Yeah. So oh, you t- I've slept in it. Yeah, you've slept in it. <laughs> when, I was, when I was staying with you and I was like super drunk and I was like, I'm sleeping in your bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You stay with me while you were here from L.A. Yeah. And you did say it. It's a good bed. It's a good bed. I have spine problems. You have a great bed. So listen, people, because I shopped. You I'm gotta, not just I'm not just going along. I'm just ordering a box of a bed. A box <laughs> of a bed. How comfortable can that fucking be? No. Mattress firm. I hope they don't sell a box of bed. I, I, <laughs> I hope so too. No, but I know that they have stores because I've seen yeah. the stores. Yeah. And all those other companies exist because they're like, look at us, huh? I'm a guy from Brooklyn who 
figured out how to hack in and yeah. hack the bed I'm a company. Disruptor. Shut yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. You Shut the test fuck the up. Mattress. Don't disrupt my sleep. Yes. Mattressfirm.com slash podcast. He fucked me, then confessed his love for his ex. Ah. <laughs> Dear Climax, Czar, Shelby, and esteemed guest. Let me quickly feather you before getting into this email. Feather, feather. I've been seeing this guy for about five months now. 879, face, body, personality. When we first started talking, he told me he was living with his ex. Yes, I know I should have been a, a big red flag. It's a red flag, mm. but also like, what city are that? You know, if you're like, in New York, it's seen New York. it a million yeah. times. Yep. However, he said they were still living in each other until the lease was up. This is a very New York City problem. Yes. He also raised her daughter, so he had that committed. He had been. That's even. He's helping with the daughter. Yeah. You know, just that makes move the living the situation out. more logical. Me being completely understanding person, I am. I know rent is expensive in NYC. Exactly. Uh, plus kids complicated. So yeah, I asked if there was anything going on with his ex. He assured me there wasn't and I, he took his response and believed it. It never bothered me or made me feel insecure, oddly enough. And that's okay. Good. I mean, if he said it and you believed him, then there's no other anything concerns. weird on paper that you can explain. Yeah. Then you've explained it. Yeah. Like that's how I, Done I, over. I've been on dates with girls and I'll be like, so they'll be like, oh, when was your last boyfriend? And they'll be like, I'm not talking about that. And I'm like, Oh, did he murder your family? Yeah, what like, happened? What the fuck <laughs> happened? Are you living with him? I right. want to know. And if she was like, if the girl was like, eh, my ex, we broke up a week ago, but I was kind of out on it for like two years. Right. And I kind of sat in it because I was afraid of breaking up. Right. Like if that, like but, if I got that whole story, I go, I'd be like, okay, yeah, okay. All right. I'm not worried. Not worried. And you seem to have a handle on whatever is happening. So again, that's all I need to know. Again, your married friend would never understand. Someone who's dated around will understand that. Absolutely. Uh, fast forward, uh, fast forward it to New Year's Day. He comes to my place, we hang out, have the most amazing sex we've had so far. Then shit hits the fan. During our usual after-sex pillow talk, we start talking as to where we want things to go with us. He basically ends up telling me that he hasn't been able to fall for me as much as I have for him because he's still in love with his ex. This is serious. <sighs> this is a lot. I know I should have expected that, but fuck. No, no don't should, do that. Don't, that's not your fault. No, hearing that after you fuck someone... Terrible. I ended up telling him to leave and I sit in my apartment trying to wrap my brain around what just happened. That sucks after sex. That's brutal. That's brutal. And I've said things after sex where like I've been like, this wasn't the time, but then it's the only time you feel comfortable. It's your most like gar unguarded yeah. time. I get yeah. it. I've it's never tough. been lucky with a relationship, so I kind of knew why what my healing process would be. Tyke him off of all socials, hit up the Good. old friends with benefits, move the fuck on. Good. However, he had something else in mind. He calls me the next day and continues to call me. He says he still wants me in his life because he loves our vibe and would love to continue a friendship with him. No. I explained that for me that's hard and to flip a, to a friendship scenario. When I saw him as more than that from the very beginning, like feelings were already caught. It's not a thing that's get, uh, gone overnight. In conclusion, my question is this. What do I do? Do I low-key torch myself and keep talking to him as a friend or cut him off for good? Cut him off for good. Yeah. You do not need this guy in your life. Yeah. It's not. It's only it. He is getting everything that he wants and you are having none of your needs met. Yeah. You don't need it. You have other friends. And what he's trying to do right now, I he's trying to let himself off the hook. Yes. Because it wasn't like he came and then all of a sudden looked at you and go, I just realized 
I love my ex. Right. He has been dealing with this from the beginning, and you should not have thought he was because he did all the right things. That's not your fault. Do He's not been dealing yourself. with this from the beginning, but there was a way that he could have done it that he didn't do it this way. Right. He he has the... You shouldn't blame yourself for getting into this. At all. He shouldn't blame himself for no. trying. Because he's like, I'm moving out with my ex. I'm trying to move on. I like this person. I'm, I, and, let's, give, and let's try. Let's give it a try. But for the same reason you don't want to be around him um, is the same reason he's still in love with his ex. He's still around her. Right. He's still watching this family dynamic that he has to leave. Right. So you being friends with him is doing yourself what he has to do to them, what he's doing to him. Right. So the, the real thing to you is to go... And fucking leave this dude off of socials. Do the right thing. Don't I wouldn't go to the friends with benefits. I would sit and being single for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Don't turn around and immediately like go, go back to this other kind of like thing you have. Because your friends with benefits situation, that's kind of like the loser's room. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. every you're fucking him will only make you think like I, this is all I can get. Yeah. And I, I think what you need to do is try and achieve. Yes. You need to go out and meet new people meet that new people, get you excited. Get on the apps. Yeah. Do whatever you need to do to kind of like move on from this and do not engage with him at all. Yes. And you need to get excited about shit because right now it's easy to get into that. To be like, Oh, I know this guy. We fucked a lot. Like, I guess I'll just do this and that. And the, the wormhole of thinking you're a second class citizen. Mm -hmm. You, you weren't good enough for the guy who tried to leave his ex. Now you're not good enough to find a better guy than your friends with benefits situation. Right. You're in a constant state of second place. Yeah. You need to go try and be first place. Yeah. And that might include some failure, but it's, it's better more to worth fail. it. It's yeah, more it's worth it. It's worth it to like not be second class. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Let's do one voicemail and then we'll be out of here. Does that sound good? Hey, what's going on, Jared? Uh, my name is uh, Anthony. Um, living in Atlanta. Uh, I have an issue. Uh, Atlanta. So I'm a little bit older, uh, but I'm starting school. Uh, I was in the military. Thank you. I for did that school. whole thing. So I'm starting school like 33 years old. Uh, probably start in the fall. I'll be 34. What is your advice for how to approach uh, just everything? I mean, not academics, but uh, social life, uh, women, uh, all that good stuff. Do you have any advice for me? All right. Thanks a lot, man. Uh, keep up the good work. Peace. Love this question. Oh, what we a hero. To, we used to get... Also, thank you for your service. Um, I'm excited for you to do school. I'm excited for you to move on with your life, and I hope you're okay and all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, what do we think? I mean, it's a lot to be going to college at 33. Mm. Um, I think there's, like, some challenges in there, but also I think that there's, like, it's going to be great. Um, he should find grad students. Yeah. To hang out with because like it's going to be hard when like, you know, other people your age are more in like a nine to five job situation. Yeah. And you're going to have assignments and papers and late nights of studying that like they're not going to have. But like the grad students will be your age and also will be on the same kind of like lifestyle. Yes. You got to. And also like T.A.'s. Yeah. Those are people that are grad students that you can talk to and like doing study hours. Um, the one thing I would say uh, to anyone going to school late in life, don't be above the school. Yeah. You're, you're there. You're, you're there. a student. Uh, don't look at young kids and be like, you fucking idiots. Be like, they're young kids. Yeah. They're idiots. You, you were might, an idiot. Once. Yeah. You were an idiot once too. Uh, be more a fan than a foe. 
Yeah. You should be a fan of what they're doing. And, it, you know, you don't want to walk around old Mr. Grumpy Pants. Right. You have to have a really positive, like, go be in positive. there being, like, excited. It sounds like he is excited. He does like, sound... He doesn't ex- sound like... Doesn't at all. But I, I do understand the trap. Yes. The trappings of, I've fucking... These assholes, I'm not ready. You know, and if, like, young guys are talking to you and also... You've got life experience that all those people want. Yeah. They want to hear from you. They want to hear what you had to say. And But I think the open-mindedness thing is is really what you have to come in with. Yeah. You want to meet everybody. You don't want to judge anybody. You want to be there. You have to understand that people are there to do... Ver- Everyone's at college for different reasons. Right. Your reason, you as someone who served in the military and all that stuff... You know your reason for going. You know what way more about what you want to do after yes. college than any of those kids that want to yes. uh, have any clue about. And you might look at them and be like, "What kind of fucking idiot will come to college with no?" Cl-? Yeah, and, and, and it's it, most. It's mm-hmm. most. That's the thing. So you can get down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Of like, fuck all these people. They all they do is drink and party. Or you could get too involved with that, and that's a whole other problem. Right. Yeah. But my, try not to go to any parties with undergrads. Yeah, I just yeah. think it's just not going to be worth it ever. Find a grad school bar. Find the grad school students. Yeah, um, and when you go to classes, do the office hours with the TA. Totally. Um, go join intramurals. Yeah, join if there's those. like some kind of extracurricular of anything that you're into, just do it. Um, and and I totally get why he's like nervous and not sure what it's going to be, but it's uh, you, you should be excited. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be. It's going to be everything. So, but just the one thing, and I say, it's like, I bring up this example all the time. It's the, it's the kid who brings the car freshman year. Yeah. Then when they tell you not to bring cars. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Guy, you know, and then he thinks he gets it before you come in open book, open yeah. mind where you're like, ah, I don't know anything. Yeah. And I'm just here to have fun. And listen, if you're going to be and and the idiots just be game to be game. Like, That's a really good way to go through life. And like, I listen, I only give that advice and you, and you as well because I think we've both been in situations where like, fuck this, fuck everything, yeah. fuck you, fuck you, and then you have to do it. Now you're miserable doing right. the thing that you have to do anyways. Yes, so exactly. You don't have you're that You're there attitude. either way yeah. and like, it's going to be frustrating seeing some like shitty 19-year-old take for granted something that sure. you're really excited about and worked really hard to get to and that like clearly care about probably more. But yeah. Just avoid those people. Yeah. Find the other people who are into stuff. Like get involved. You know, like go to sport. I mean, you're gonna get to go to games. Like there's all and kinds also, of like stuff to do. Know that those people aren't 33. Right. You know. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. Uh, J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Allison Libby, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. At Allison Libby on Twitter, Instagram. Go find her supporters. So funny. Um, Shelby, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on all platforms. Um. I'm Jared Freed. It's been a pleasure. Go get your tickets to the Seller Show. ComedySeller.com, February 26th. Get those reservations. 198. We're selling out, baby. Yeah, get those now. Get those now. Special guests. Lots of fun. Get involved. I'll be back next week. Boom.